welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. My name's Ivy. And I remain Matt. And Ray's here on the floor and may or may not jump up on the chair and then onto the table. We've set ourselves a trap and now we have to sit in it for an hour. You know, after 95, this is our 95th episode, Ivy insists on saying our names at the start, even though it's literally the thing that you hear before that in the theme song. I don't care. (laughs) How are they supposed to know which one is which if we don't say? I guess that is true. That's Um, how you start a podcast. You say the name so they can put your name with your voice. Oh, It's not just like to introduce yourself. It's so that they can associate your name with your voice. The voice that you're hearing now belongs to the being that we uh, refer to as Matt. Is this strange planet now? (laughs) This being is Matt. Ivy, what's going on this week? Um, not a whole ton. Uh, As of the day you're listening to this, I thought I'd give it one last plug and say that Final Space Season 2 premieres tonight, on the Monday that this is out. Uh, It's on at 11.30, I believe, on Adult Swim. Is that right? I hope I'm giving the right information that because sounds, I forgot to fact check myself. That, that sounds right. And I believe it's on on Tuesday at the same time on TBS. I think that's the plan. Hmm. Uh, Google it to make sure, but Final Space is the best show ever. And I, uh, There's nowhere to watch season one. No, they said they're trying to get it on Netflix or something. They're just, they haven't yeah. done it yet. Like, I want to go back and watch season one. Yeah. And I cannot. Yeah, you have to buy it on, like, iTunes or, like, Amazon. I wonder if it would let us, like, um... Because remember last time we, like, signed in to the the TV provider? I wonder if it's, like, on... If it's on TBS's website, we might be able to get to it. Yeah. But I don't think we have time now. We'll have to watch it all. Oh, I got time. You're not going to be here tomorrow. I'll just sit all evening. How long are the episodes? Are they half hour? I think they're They're half half hour, hour, right? Yeah. So... It'd take you, like, five hours. That's manageable. Because I think there were ten episodes. That's manageable, yeah. That's not so bad. You could do it tomorrow in five hours, I guess. Uh, yeah, tomorrow I'm going to go hang out with my mom and go get a tan, maybe. Uh, the amount of tan that I'll get for the year is probably all that I'm going to get tomorrow. Um, we discovered something last night, that there are many Matt Warners on Google and Facebook and uh, other internet properties. It started with a conversation about how, in my personal life, I am aware of three Matt Warners, including the one sitting at the table across from me, which is a lot of first and last name the same to, like, know within my within my social circle, even though I haven't personally met the other two. They are very close in relation to me, you know, five, five uh, degrees of Kevin Bacon style. They're both, like, two degrees from me. So... We looked it up on Google, and there are a lot of Matt Warners and Matthew Warners in the world. Why don't you tell us about some of them? (laughs) Um, There's one that owns a lawn care business in New Philly. Well, that's the one that I'm already mentioning, I think. Um, There was several attorneys. Um, There was an an outlaw in Utah (laughs) in the 1800s. His name was Matt Warner. Um, The football player, Kurt Russell, his brother's name was Warner. Kurt, Kurt Russell is Kurt, an actor. <laughs> Kurt Warner, um, uh, the bass player for the band Balance and Composure, is named Matt Warner. Uh, Which is even weirder <clears throat> to me. That's too close. Yep. I think 
Have we seen a picture of him? Because I'm scared he looks exactly like you. No, I've not. Do, what if do he I did? need to look up a picture Yeah, I kind of want to see him, even though the podcast people can't. I'm really curious what he looks like. Um, yeah, we found a lot of, like, lawyers and stuff. Uh, apparently, if you have a semi-common name, you just start a law firm. You either, if you're going to be a lawyer and have a law firm, you have to either have, like, the boringest, most bland kind of last name, like a fairly common one, or you have to have, like, the most outlandish name ever, like Kisling, Nestico, and Reddick. <laughs> or you have to be, like, Brown, Brown, and Brown attorneys at law, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he what? doesn't really look like me. I can't see. I have to crawl over here so that we... Look at me, I'm on the other side of the microphone. Um, no, not particularly. He looks like a bass player. Yeah, he certainly looks like a bass player. You can see them. You can tell them by sight. That is a truth. No, he doesn't particularly look like you or your other celebrity twins, but... This other guy in the band kind of looks like me. This guy on the end. He does kind of look like you. I'm sorry, I'll, I, I'll stop uh, orbiting the microphone. I don't know that's probably that is, very disconcerting. So anyway, we found there's lots of mats. Uh, if you Google my name, I think I'm the first 10 results that come up. They're all me. <laughs> I'm 95% sure. Now, I, I don't know if that's... Because I did it on my phone, but I'm like, well, my phone knows my name because it's like in my records and in my everything. I mean... So I was <laughs> like... Sally Warner commented on my Facebook photo. Now I'm special. Um, I mean, I'm in my phone, and I didn't come up at all. That's true, but, like, me being slightly less commonly named sure. and also in my own phone, I don't know if that makes a difference or not, because I also came up on yours, but I'm, like, in your contacts. So I don't know. Everybody out there, <laughs> if you know my last name... I'm scared to say it, even though we've just said yours like ten times. I don't want weirdos to track me down. Now I'm scared. Don't Google me. Stay away. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that. How about uh, we had Father's Day, and we went and saw our fathers. Yes. Uh, I went to my aunt's house first, and we did a cookout. There was enough of a parting in the rain for us to make burgers and stuff. And we ate a whole bunch of food. And the funniest story from that day is actually that it was a joint Father's Day and also, like, several birthdays party. Uh, because my family has a lot of people in it, so we just do, like, two months' worth of birthdays every time we get together for something else at the same time, usually. Um, and uh, and uh, so it was my cousin's youngest child's birthday. And so we were singing happy birthday to everyone, but, you know, mostly to him. And he had candles and a cupcake in front of him. And he had already opened his presents, and he had gotten a, a whole, like, fireman costume with, like, a, a hose and a hat and a jacket and boots and all sorts of accessories that you can play play fireman in. And so he had this little—it comes with this little backpack that you can put water in, and there's, like, a squirt gun that's like a hose— and he had it, and instead of blowing out his candles at the end, he puffed air from his empty squirt gun and blew out the candles. And we all laughed so hard that he started laughing. And it was almost like he wasn't doing it to be funny. He is going to be like four or five, I think. Mm -hmm. And he realized it was funny once we all laughed. He was just doing it because, like, yep, that's that was the right thing to do. He was just like, what else would I do? Mm -hmm. But then we all thought it was so funny that one big puff from his squirt gun blew out all... I think he's turning four. I think it was, like, four mm -hmm. candles. Uh, and so that was super funny. 
and entertaining. And then, uh, then I went down to your house, and I was going to let you talk about that, I guess. But we did a chill there, saw the Kaiser. Yes. And uh, the only other thing I did this week is I went on a, a shopping trip, I guess. I bought some pants from Old Navy, and I had some rewards and coupons for Ulta, so I bought an eyeshadow palette that I've been looking at for like a year and a half, and I finally just bought it. And I say that like it's super expensive. It's just, it's like $16 normally, and I had enough rewards and coupons to get it for like 10 and I was like, yes, now's my time. So I finally got it. And uh, also I bought a zillion groceries that day, but that's beside the point. Oh, also I had like five CVS coupons to use for once, because CVS is the best drugstore and I'll fight anyone, because their coupons rock, and the more you shop there, the more coupons you get. So I, like, don't go anywhere else, even though it's, like, slightly more out of the way, because the Walgreens is right on the corner. Their rewards suck, and they don't give any coupons on anything. And I'm like, wow, I really wish that was a CVS right there. Uh, Shout out to CVS. Your receipts are ridiculous, but your deals are as well. And that was my big excitement for the week, was buying groceries, pretty much. And then picking up some other things I had coupons for on the way. So, what have you been up to? Uh, so, I got some gigs coming up. Um, on Wednesday, I am playing at the Jackson Township Festival. In, uh, I believe it's in Massillon. Um, just look up Jackson Township Fest Massillon. Is it technically in Massillon? I believe so. <clears throat> hmm. Um, so I thought I- Jackson was its own place i guess it's not i think there is a town called jackson but i believe it is also the township huh okay um so i'm playing some cover tunes for that um and then on friday my band the low siders is playing at empire in uh i think it's technically in talmage um it's I think in that's right, akron-ish yeah. the empire club and bar whatever they call it oh. it's friday um, I was driving home today, and, uh, I was in a, like, 45-minute traffic jam, and what I found was the cause of the traffic jam was a boat in the road. Uh, boats don't go on roads, and they were trying to manage that. They do have wheels on them sometimes. That sometimes. Apparently this one had lost its wheels and flipped upside down into the road. Oh, I guess that makes sense. If it didn't, like, fall off a truck, it was, like, on the wheels and, like, a wheel broke it, off. It could have been, yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. I thought it was just on a trailer and they cut it, turned too I tight mean, and flipped it or something. One of the two, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> I just told you the story on the phone, but I'll tell for the uh, benefit of the listeners that this occurred almost exactly, definitely on the same road and almost exactly in the same spot, where several years ago my mom was driving Tabby and I, I believe, from a soccer game to a band competition in Akron, or from somewhere to somewhere, and we were driving to Akron, and there was a recliner in the middle of the road. So I think that spot is cursed. There must be a sharp turn right there that gets everyone. I mean, I've seen, since we've moved here, I've seen at least three semi-trucks rolled over on that exit. Yeah, everybody takes it too fast. They take it too fast, and then they go over and over the hill. Um... Also, on the way, so that was coming back from the store. On the way to the store, I was behind a car that had, it was like an SUV with a rear windshield wiper, Mm -hmm. but the wiper was broken off. (laughs) But the windshield wiper was still, it was like still going. So there's just like this little nub of (laughs) windshield, just like back and forth. And they probably, well, they probably don't even know it's on because you can't see it. (laughs) 
Because the wiper's broken. It was very funny. Um, uh, Yes, Sunday we went down and hung out at my parents' house for a bit uh, for Father's Day and ate some food and played some cornhole. Oh, yeah, I forgot we did play cornhole. Yeah. It was a a good old time. Nice to see the folks. Yeah. Um, And then my sister came up and we hung out a bit and played Mario Party, um, which is always fun. And I always win because I get all the bonus stars. Yeah. That's, I never win, like, traditionally. I don't know what it's like to have a big brother, but I assume it's that he always wins at video games. <clears throat> Oftentimes, my small brother beats me at video, video games. Oh, I have bought up uh, Guitar Hero. I have oh, yeah, I did. We haven't played Hero. it yet. Do you have Guitar Hero 1? No. Oh. I have 2, 3, World Tour, Rocks the 80s. Uh, then I have, like, a Rock Band ACDC. Edition, and I think oh. that's all of them. No, thank you, ACDC. Um, yeah, we'll have to play some of those. Yeah. I can't decide. We talked about it the other day, and I can't decide if two or three is my favorite, because I like so many songs from both of them. I, and those were, like, the two that I had for, like, most of the right. time that I was playing it. I, like, liked, I liked the visual aesthetic of two better. Yeah, it's like... It looks it's pretty. Yeah, I would agree. Um, that's about all that's going on with me this week. Ivy's falling asleep. Just a little for one second. So, is it time to move on to everyone's favorite segment? Must be. It's Things of the Week. Things of the Week. Bop. You want me to go or you want to go? It doesn't matter. I'll go this time. I think I've made you go first a bunch of times. Uh, this week, my Things of the Week include the, uh... On Spotify, there are playlists for, like, very popular artists, and they're always called, like, This Is Artist Name. Have you ever seen those? This Is Spinal Tap? Sure. But, uh, it's like, it's kind of like a greatest hits thing. They'll have, like, a compilation of, like, their most popular songs. I've been listening to the Stevie Wonder one Mm. for, like, several days in a row. It just, like, maybe he doesn't actually, but at least it seems like, to me, he has about a million albums. Yes, he does. (laughs) And cool. I don't know where to start. The only one I know for sure that I like is the For Once in My Life one that we play all the time. Right. Uh, because every song on that is so good. But other than that, I'm like, well, I can't. I don't know what to play rather than just, like, starting his entire discography. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. No, How you am don't, I supposed to you like? You don't need to do that. <laughs> uh, so the This Is Stevie Wonder playlist is really great. Ivy glossed over a very important detail there. Um, the For Once in My Life album, every song <laughs> is so good. Yes. We need to review that album. Sure, let's do it. Spoiler alert. It's going to be an 11 out of 10. For Once in My Life is the best Stevie Wonder song. And maybe one of the best songs. For sure one of the best songs ever written. so good. (laughs) That's a great song. Every song in that album is great. I would have to agree. How old was he in that one? Like 18? Like. 20? Is he younger than that? I I don't know. He must have been like 20, 21, I think. You think? Um... You need to listen to the Sign Seal Delivered album's really good, too. Look at that cat. She's sitting atop some high stacked up things and just staring down at us like Mufasa looking over the Pride Lands. <laughs> One day, everything the light touches she will be yours. She looks really angry, but no, she's, she's really, really sleepy. Tired. I'm going to take a picture. Oh, she's going to look away. Uh, I'm going to try and get a picture. Ray knows when you try to take her picture. She doesn't like having her picture taken. All right, I'll put that on the Instagram so everybody can see it, and you'll know what we're talking about. 
her just her face is just like I'm looking down upon you peasants. Okay, we've talked about Stevie Wonder for a while, and I'm going to give the rest of my list now. Um, Drawfee, the best channel on YouTube, has two new shows, and I'm going to mention both of them because everyone should watch every video they put out, but also these two new segment sort of things they're doing. One is called Draw Detectives, which is like a role-playing game, like a Dungeons & Dragons thing, except for they just draw what happens, and it's their brand new campaign, and it's about detectives investigating a murder mystery. And it seems like it's going to be super fun, and I'm very excited. That sounds like it's going to be fun. Yes. they All they did was uh, create their characters in the first episode, and then I believe the next one is coming out sometime soon. I don't know exactly when. Is it today? I don't even know. Um, but it seems like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Their characters are very funny, and you should check it out. And also they have a new show called the Drawfee Variety Hour. And uh, it's basically them doing sort of a mix-up of different drawing and art challenges in, like, a live setting. So instead of just it being a recording of the screen and them drawing, it's, like, cameras on them while they're drawing and also the screen they're drawing on, on, like, a set. And they have, like, a wheel they spin, and then they get, like, a drawing challenge. So it's, like, draw with your non-dominant hand. Or uh, the one guy had to draw with a giant Sharpie marker in his mouth. Uh, The one guy had to make something out of clay. So um, it seems like it's going to be a real fun time, and I liked the first episode. Um... Next up is uh, the character Trash Ape from the Heathcliff comics. Heathcliff, if you've never heard of, which I didn't know of until just recently, is like a a comic strip cat. Uh, Kind of a ripoff of Garfield. I don't really know where he came from, but apparently he's been around a while. But there's a character in this comic called the Trash Ape, and he's just a giant monkey that comes to the neighborhood at night on a full moon, I think, and uh, he grabs trash cans and runs around. And the cats in the neighborhood all cheer, and they're very excited every time the trash ape comes, even though he's just there to, like, throw trash around. And they love him, and it's the funniest character I've ever well, seen. Well, it's because they can eat the food out of the trash. Uh, maybe. It's never said explicitly. It's just, like, the cats rejoice at the return of trash ape. And he's always in the same, like, skipping pose with his arms up all funny, which is why I think it's so funny. is because he's always in that exact same pose, pretty much, except for that one where he's, like, driving and, like, flying an airplane or a helicopter or something. He has he's, a like, blimp. Yeah, that's what it is. He's, like, dropping trash on people. It's so funny. I laughed so hard the other night just talking and thinking about it. Um, Next up, uh, I started playing the Ratchet & Clank video game for PS4. I've never played the original, but I have the remastered one for my PS4. I opened it for the first time and played a whole ton of it the other night, and it's super fun. It looks really cool, and it's so funny. I love that it's, like, a cartoony RPG, which is, like, my favorite kind of thing. Kind of along the lines of, like, what Sly is, just with a different, like, premise and a different, you know, battle system and whatever. Um, but it's, like, the dialogue and, like, the story writing is super funny, and they're very, like, break the fourth Wally, and they're very just, like, making fun of, I don't just, like, making jokes along the way. It's, I like the way that it's written. Um, so I'm enjoying that. The eyeshadow palette I bought is called the Yes Please palette from ColourPop. It's got pinks and yellows and oranges in it, and it's gorgeous, and I highly recommend their eyeshadows in general. And uh, finally, I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, that pause in the song Good Vibrations right before the good, good, good comes back in. That pause is, like, the most perfectly timed thing in music. (laughs) I'm sure that sounded great, because I have a scratchy throat, and I just tried to hit, like, the highest note in the song. But uh, I realized that I, I couldn't do one of those, like, acapella by yourself, record all the parts thing with that <laughs> one, because I can't sing the, like, 
I'm picking up good vibrations. I can only do the mmm, bop, bop, and the good, good, good part. I can't do the low part. It's too low. <laughs> uh, things of the week. Good. Great. Good <sighs> vibrations. Super duper. Um, so my things of the week uh, are uh, I've been listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. Um, I'm convinced that John McVie is the most underrated bass player ever. Um, also, it's like, if there was a BuzzFeed, which bass player are you quiz, I am John McVie. Like, some of his, like, things that he plays, I'm like, that's something, that's totally something I would play. Hmm. Um, which I thought was fin- funny, because I've never, like, really learned a lot of his stuff. You just have a similar way about I things. just have a very similar style, which I think is funny. Um, also, the Claypool Lennon Delirium. Uh, it's uh, uh, Les Claypool from Primus and Sean Lennon have a band together, and they play like psych rock stuff, and it's really cool. Also, I put Circuit Survive back in the in the in the mix at the work radio. I've uh, been jamming on some Circuit Survive. It's been a minute since I've listened to them. Um, also, me and Ivy have been watching the Drawfy Draga series. Um, it's very fun, and I don't even like fantasy stuff that much. And I am enjoying myself. It's because they're so funny. It's because they're so funny. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan is my favorite character. Um, and uh, also Final Space, because it comes out uh, t- tomorrow. And Today. Today. Well, today when this is today, available tomorrow, to people. In the future, Final Space Two days from when we're recording it. Um, and it's been too long, and I'm very excited for the new season. Um, also... Y'all need to look up Milo the Cat on Instagram. Uh, He does, like, hip-hop cartoon dubs, and they are hilarious. They are very funny. And also really, really good. Like, it's not just some hacked-together, like, it's, it's, they're really good. Um, And I'm not not even a huge hip-hop fan, and I enjoy them very much. Um, And lastly, I have two Netflix recommendations. Um... The first is the documentary They'll Love Me When I'm Dead, uh, which is a documentary about the making of Orson Welles' final film um, that he was never able to complete. Uh, what? Just are, keep going. Are you taking a picture of me? No. I, I'm uncomfortable now. Um, uh, so it's called They'll, They'll Love Me When I'm Dead, and it's about his final um, uncompleted movie, and... Just the insanity around that movie. Um, And, I mean, there was, like, lots of... He kept changing the script, and then they had to, like, replace actors, and then they ran out of money, and then the Iranians took the movie and locked it in a vault in France, and then he died. So he never finished it. Um, But, like, all this crazy stuff happened around it, and it's really interesting. And the second uh, Netflix recommendation is The Other Side of the Wind, which is Orson Welles' unfinished last movie. Uh, Netflix finished it and put it up on Netflix, and it's really good. Um, It's a very artsy kind of movie. So I don't know if everyone will like it. I don't think Ivy would like it. Uh, I could probably appreciate it as art. Yes. But even if I didn't it enjoy is, it. It is a piece of art, for sure. Um, Sorry, I keep looking at Kitty. She's just being so funny up there. She uh, keeps moving, like, just slightly, but still kind of just looking. Yes. And touching her, her strings, she found. So watch both of those things, things of the week. Yes. 
Uh, one more quick thing is uh, we're trying to save up questions for our 100th episode. Excuse me. Um, but Anna, our number one fan, has just sent us the longest list of questions and suggestions uh, because she is the MVP and the gold medalist of the Situation Olympics. <laughs> That's a thing now. That's a thing now. And uh, so she sent us a ton of questions, and we'll probably save most of those up for our big Q&A 100 episode thing that we want to do. Um, but we'll answer, like, I don't know, we'll pick a couple or one. There, A lot of them have multi-parts to them, so maybe we'll pick... We'll pick a few right now. Okay. Um, but if you want to send us questions, just send an email to sleepingsituation at gmail.com or go to any of our social medias and just throw them at us. Anything you want us to Physically to, to throw talk about. the physical manifestations of your questions at your computer screen. Yes, that's the only way. Uh, if, if you, if, even if it's just like, what is your opinion on... Oh, blankety I, blank. I got opinions. We always got opinions. Or it can be... Anything. Anything you want. But we want to try and do like a big old Q&A episode, and we think that would be a lot of fun. So send us whatever it is you got. They don't even have to be good. They can be dumb. They can be random. They can be whatever. Um, so anyway, one of Anna's questions is, um, what are some of your favorite visual artists, classic and or modern artists? Visual being like paint? I mean, that's any any medium. Drawing. But painting. not like movies. Not like movies. Okay. Like an, an artist. An artiste. Um, I, am a, I am so big on Picasso. I really like Picasso. Which probably sounds, I don't know, maybe it's cliche, but I don't really care. I like Spanish art, and I really like Picasso because I like how you can look through his whole thing and see it go from, like, super traditional, you know, the way he was taught to, like, crazy cubism. At the end, I really like cubism in general. I like how weird it is. Mm. Um, and <clears throat> the couple times that I've been to a museum where they had Picassos, it like, like I fall on the floor every time. I'm so <laughs> excited. I walked up. I don't, for the life of me, I can't remember which museum it was in New York City, mm-hmm. but I walked around a corner, and there was the giant uh, Trace Musicos there. It's the one with the three guys, and like one's playing like a clarinet, and mm-hmm. one's playing like I don't, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I saw it. And I just, like, I, like, my knees buckled. I was so excited. <laughs> and I have a picture of me standing next to it because I was like, I must. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, other than that, I mean, the Drawfee people, all of them. But also, <laughs> um, I think Katana Comics is my other favorite. I, oh, I didn't say. even think about comics. I mean, that's a, I think <clears throat> that counts as visual art. Yeah. I would say so. Um... Yeah, that's probably what I would say. Okay. As far as, like, proper painters, um, I mean, it's it's probably cliche. I'm a big fan of Warhol. I really like Andy Warhol stuff. Um, I also probably like my favorite painter, though, is Dolly. I really like, I like Dolly. Yeah. Like, The Persistence of Memory is one of my favorite paintings ever. It's just so strange. Yes. Um, I like the elephants, too. When the... Yeah, I know um, what a strange person. Have you ever seen that picture of him walking in Anteater? Yes. It's one of my it's favorite great. things. <laughs> like coming out of a subway. Oh, um, I like Frida Kahlo, too. Okay. I'm probably missing somebody that's like, I'm going to be like, oh. I like um, a Van Gogh as well. Yes. 
He's also very good. Um, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Um, as far as more modern things, um, I mean, I guess we can, I mean, we can get into like comic books and all yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think that um, counts. I. Well, yeah, kind of. I was going to say Nathan Pyle is my favorite right now. Yeah. Um, also, Sarah Anderson. Oh, yeah, I should have said so that, too. So funny. <laughs> when we were at my, my parents, um, my mom had a, a book of Sarah Anderson stuff that she borrowed from my aunt, I guess. And she goes, that's that's kind of weird. And I was like, I love Sarah Anderson so much. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't know about those. They're kind of strange. Who else? Like a... I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I'm probably forgetting some really uh, important people that I like a lot. Well, you like Calvin and Hobbes, but is that for the art or just just the story? It's both. I really, yeah. I do really like the, that sort like of art style. style. Yeah, he's probably Watterson's probably like my favorite cartoonist, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shel Silverstein. Yes, oh my gosh. I love Shel Silverstein. Good. Okay. Um Let's stick with that for now, I think. Okay. I mean, we could we got a little bit of time if you want to do one more. What kind of Pokémon would you be? I don't know if she means like type or like specific mm. Pokémon. Uh Ivysaur. I'd be grass type either way. If I could be a dual type, it'd be grass psychic. Mm. There was, um, Ivy showed me a, a little, like, quiz. It was, like, pick your Pokemon It was, like, type. a tag yourself. Yeah, what was, what was mine? I don't remember. Flying, it was it Flying Ghost uh, or Ghost Bug? I think it ghost was. Ghost Bug. I think I was Ghost Bug. I believe that's what it was. Mine is, it's Grass and Dragon, I think. Yeah. Is what mine is on there. But, uh, what, what actual Pokemon would a you Snorlax. be? Snorlax. <laughs> yeah, that's probably They true. are. They are now and consistently have been since the 90s my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> and I mostly think it's just because they're ridiculous and hilarious. And so big and fluffy. That's funny. Mine has, like, changed a little bit. No, I've, I've, I've always been a, a Snorlax supporter. Some of mine are also from slightly newer generations, but... Right. Snorlax sleeps... And then he wakes up to eat something, and then he goes back to sleep. How is that not hilarious? I mean, it's a great design. Yep. I love every grass starter there's ever been, even the ones I didn't play. Um, and those are those are some of my favorites. I mean, like Ivysaur. Somebody asked me, was it Anna on Twitter? Like, what are your top three? I reposted something that was like, what's your top three favorite Pokemon? And I believe I said Ivysaur... I said Ivysaur and um, Sceptile and Scyther. Hmm. What's the little lizard guy? Well, that's Trico, but Sceptile is the big oh. is the big one. So I mean, like that whole line is yeah. is my favorite starter I think ever. Hmm. Um, sorry, Bulbasaur. I just Bulbasaur is a, probably a very close second, but I love the whole Trico line. But the third one is actually really cool in that one. Um, my green boys. I always got to go for my green boys. Scyther is so cool. Um, did we get it? Yeah. Good. 
I think that's probably all we'll do for now. We'll hold on to some of these for later so that we'll have lots of fodder. But uh, thank you so much, Anna, for sending us like a zillion questions and suggestions. Um, What is is Anna's Instagram? Uh, Is it Bun Anna? Bun Anna. I I bought one of her um, prints recently. I should have said that. Um, I bought one of her little Pikachu prints, and he's adorable. He's in my glove box in my car because I keep not wanting to bend him when I bring him inside. (laughs) Uh, But I will, and I'm going to frame him because it's adorable. Uh, you should check out her art and do her as support. Let me make sure here. I believe it's just B-U-N-A-N-N-A. A-N-N-N-A. Oh, three, three ends. ends. Three ends. Check it out. Good. So uh, now is it time for the situation review? It is. Indeed. Review. Why don't you tell them about it? So this week we are reviewing the new album from the band Silver Sun Pickups. Uh, it is called Widow's Weeds. Uh, it's their fifth album. Uh, their first EP came out in 2005. Uh, they're from Los Angeles, and I'm in love with the bass player. That's all you need to know. Okay, good. <laughs> no, they're so they're like a, um, an alt-rock, kind of shoegazy, uh, kind of noisy, fuzzy sort of rock band. From what I read, they've had, like... First of all, their like their band members have changed a couple times, mm-hmm. um, I think, and with it has changed the sound a little bit. I think they've been pretty consistent since they started putting out albums, though, haven't they? I don't. Well, maybe that's right. Maybe the changes were before, like the albums. Yeah. Um, I think you might be right. Actually, I just like I don't know a lot about them. I know of them because I know you like them, and nice. I only know before I listened to this, I knew like one of their songs pretty well because I have it in a playlist of mine. Is it Lazy Eye? It is The Pit. Oh yeah, banger. Came up on Pandora at some point, and then I put it in like my Spotify playlist. I think. Yeah. Um, it's a cool song, and uh, so we're gonna review it. So overall, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was a a good album um, that fits into their sort of established sound and style, uh, but it's this one is different enough to not sound stale. And I enjoyed listening to it. I had forgotten, so I knew that we were doing this album, so when I drove down to the store today, I was listening to the Silver Sun pickups, and I forgot how much I like the Silver Sun pickups. It's so good. Yeah. I think all of my guitar licks I stole from <laughs> Brian Albert. Neat. Albert. Albert. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce this. Albert, Aubert. I think it's Aubert. I have no idea. In I fact, think, I don't know of, any of these. I think people. all of my guitar licks I stole from the song "Lazy Eye." <laughs> I think just that song. Do I know that song? Uh, I'm not sure, I do. I have I have sung it to you in ukulele time. Okay. Um. So maybe I've. Uh, wow! If I heard it, I'd probably remember. You would. You would probably know it. Yeah. Cool. Opening thoughts? Um, I think that it's a, a pretty good, dark, grungy rock album. And it's interesting because at once it feels like the 90s, 2010s, and 2019. Mm. All at the same time. And definitely worth a listen if you're into rock and roll. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get more into that later. Yes. Uh, so what things did you like about it? Um, I've always thought their lyrics were good. Um, he has some pretty clever lyrics. And none of them were annoying to me. And so that's always my basis for lyrics. That's the criteria. Um, I really like his voice. He has a really Mm -hmm. interesting, um, it's kind of mediumishly high, but very, like, grainy and gritty. The way I would explain it is he has, like, a pop punk voice, but he doesn't use it that way. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, and I, I've all, I mean, the th- one of the things I've always liked about the band is that it's, it's rock music and it's hooky rock music, mm-hmm. but it's not just straightforward rock music. There's right. always, it's a little more progressive than that. They get into some time stuff. Um, and they, they have a keyboard player who's also running like samplers and mm-hmm. noise maker machines and like all sorts of interesting stuff. Um, that's kind of going on slightly in the background, but it adds, like, a lot more texture. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes. Is that it? That's, I mean, I, I really don't, I don't have a lot to, like, super praise the album about. Um, but I also don't have a lot to complain about either. Like, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to it, and I think, well, I mean, it was, I can come up with some more stuff. I thought it was paced really well. I like that there was a mix of like rockier stuff and acoustic-ier stuff and electronic-ier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 47 minutes, perfect. <laughs> 10 songs, that's all I need. Um, they actually, they put out an album before this that I was not aware of. Oh. They snuck one in there on me <clears throat> when I wasn't paying attention. So I need to go back and listen to that one, too. Cool. Um, but I'm like, I was glad that, because sometimes, sometimes... When there's bands that I really like and they put out new music, I'm like, I'm going to hate it. Because sometimes I hate it. Yeah. And I think the Beck album, like, broke me. Um, that was, I don't even know what to say about that. I think the How Beck, can the same person make that and Morning Phase? I don't know. I don't understand. I, I literally <laughs> think that, like, ruined new music for me. Because I'm always like, I'm, I'm going to hate it. It's going to suck. Well, I, <laughs> no, I'll take that back. Switchfoot did that to me. Mm-hmm. How do you make Hello Hurricane? And then, and come, then two albums later, just crash and burn. It's the it's the album. I mean, I can I can bite my lip through Fading West. Although the best songs are on the EP that they put out with it. That were like outtakes from the Fading West <laughs> album. Those are all the best songs. <laughs> Kay's gonna get mad at us. Why? Kay loves Switchfoot. I also love Switchfoot. <laughs> The last three albums have not been good. Uh, she's probably going to have words for you. That's all I'm saying. I'll also have words for her. <laughs> you can't, like... You need to stop bumping the table. With the, the span of the most, the, re- the, the most recent three records, if you compare those to Beautiful Letdown through Hello Hurricane, it's not even... You can't, you can't argue with me. It's non-arguable. I haven't listened to Hello Hurricane in so long, but if I think about it, it's probably one of my top ten albums, like, ever. It's, <laughs> I think I listened to it too much. I did, I think so, and it, like, it takes me back to that time in my life, and sometimes I'm not prepared for that. Yes. That's, that, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's really one of the, there's, there's a lot of bands that I, like, I can't listen to. Yeah. Because it, it puts me in a space, and I'm yeah. like... Not not a good space. Like the the things that were happening to me when I was listening to yeah. that music a lot were not great. Yeah. And like emotionally and personally. And yeah. when I listen to those, it takes me back to that time, and yeah. it's just uncomfortable. Yeah, totally understand. That being said, the Nothing Is Sound album is the sleeper. <laughs> is that is I, that it? I think that's their best album. I think it's either that or Hello Hurricane, and I don't know. It's Hello Hurricane. Ivy, what did you like about the Silver Sun pickup album? <laughs> now that we've fully discussed uh, Switchfoot's discography. Top five Switchfoot albums would be That's great. a great that's a great idea. We should do that like next week. Yes. 
That's a really good idea. Um, Spoiler alert. They're all going to be within that wedge that I mentioned. <laughs> Hello Hurricane is number one. Everyone knows it. Um, things I liked. His vocals are definitely really good. I like that it's darker sounding uh, pretty much throughout. Um, I have a lot of my likes just start with cool. Uh, there's just, they're doing cool stuff. And they're cool, cool like, sound textures. I think they have cool guitar parts. Um I think maybe the thing I like most about it is that it's, like, half electronic rock music mm-hmm. and half, like, metal sometimes. Like, sometimes yeah. they'll they'll do, like, a like a bass or a drum thing. And I'm like, that was super metal. Yeah. And it's, that's not what I'm listening to, but they do really metal-y stuff sometimes. Like, very, like, doom doom metal, like, bass part. Like, it's, just, like, thrown in for a, a, a lick. So, a lot of their earlier work was compared maybe unfairly and maybe a little bit maliciously to Smashing Pumpkins. So, I'm not that familiar with Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. Only a little. It's like it's like metal, but it's very much like 90s grunge metal. That's Yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's I think that's what they're going for, though, and I think yeah. they're doing it. So, I mean, just because somebody else does it doesn't mean they can't also do it well and also not be copying. That's not necessarily... Smashing Pumpkins don't have a trademark on rock and roll. Um, I think that uh, they picked a good um, ending song. I thought it was a good wrap-up to the album. Yeah. Um, it it has, like, cool beats in the intros sometimes. For a second, I was like, is this going to be, like, hip-hoppy? For, like, half a second. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's just, like, the, I just think their intros are usually pretty cool. The way they'll like they'll put down one beat and then start layering other things on top of it. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. It gives me vibes of like music I listened to high sc- listened to in high school. That sort of like dark alt rock sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a little like Anne Berlin, a little bit like Manchester Orchestra, a little bit balance and composure. Like it has that feeling to it, and it's not necessarily the song itself, but it's like the whole arrangement and the whole like mood of it yeah. and the and just where it sits it's musically. Like, I mean, so it, it like it took me back to like those kind of right. bands that I really liked and still like. Yeah. And so it has that kind of sound. My favorite songs were Bag of Bones, Freakazoid, and Straw Man. So what grievances have you to air? Um I wanted to add one more thing oh, that I like that I didn't mention. Um and you kind of mentioned it, but like all of the instruments are doing interesting things. Yeah. Like, there, there's no musician in this that is slacking at all. Like, if you're a drummer, like, you can listen to the drums, and you're like, man, the drums are doing some really cool stuff there. I love his guitar playing. I love mm-hmm. her bass playing. And then all just the sonic ridiculousness that the <laughs> keyboard player is doing. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like everybody's always doing something interesting. Nobody's ever just, like, taking a, taking a song off. Right, yeah. For sure. Um, so my my really only complaint is, and I think it's being such a big fan of the older stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, their first LP is like one of the like I'd forgotten how important it was to me until I listened to it on the way home today, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh! Like all of my guitar licks, I are derivative of Silver Sun pickup stuff, even though they don't really sound like it. Like, that album was hugely important to me as a musician, and I listened to the crap out of it. That one in the, their first EP, um, like, the first song on their first EP is one of my favorite songs of theirs. Um, 
and something that I miss in this album that is more present in the older stuff is the absolutely just raucous, fuzzy guitar leads and licks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this seems a little more toned down. Yeah. And they were, I, I think I read somewhere that they replaced a lot of the noisy guitar stuff with more electronic stuff. Sure. Um, I don't think they do it to the point where it's like, uh, it's an electronic album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just substituted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sort of just missed the noisy fuzz guitar and kind of aggressive rockiness of the first two albums. Hmm. Um, it's a, it's a tiny complaint, um, because I, I still really enjoyed the album and I think it makes sense as like a logical progression of like they're maturing as people. Maybe we don't want to make angry fuzz guitar songs and, you know, punch amplifiers. And I don't. <laughs> sure. Um, but I, I just miss the fuzzy guitar a little bit. And it's it seems like that's the direction that music always goes. Like, it's right, a, little a lot bit of people like chill out as they get older. Right, they're like, <laughs> let's not write rock songs, let's add some electronic. Let's add some, like, pop tunes or some, like, hip-hop-y kind of things. Looking at Switchfoot. Um, but I, I think this is, they've sort of gone in that direction without losing the sense of what the band was and or is. You know, it still sounds like Silver Sun pickups and not like something totally different. They just kind of, it's an evolution in their sound. So it's it's like a little nitpick, I guess. A nitpick? A nitpick. Seems fair. The nit has been picked. (laughs) Good. Um, I've got a few things. Um, The songs are too long for how repetitive they are. I don't particularly think it was paced as well as as you think, I mm. guess. Um, I thought a lot of... Because it's only about ten songs, but there's almost all of them are five minutes long. Yes. Several of them are five minutes long. Um, there's, like, one three-minute song. They're all four or five minutes. And the length of the album was fine, but it felt like it was dragging to me because it felt like every song had, like, an extra chorus and a half in it. Um, I yeah, I could understand that. It just it seemed like I had heard everything and they just kept going and it was more of the same. Like at one point I walked out here to like get a drink and I came back and nothing new was happening oh. that I hadn't heard when I walked away. Right. And it was the same song. Um I don't I don't like bash them for it. I did that with my <laughs> hand like that was necessary. Um but it it slowed it down for me and and it lost my interest a little bit. Um and I think occasionally it did feel a little bit, um, like, the sort of 90s feel to it did feel a little bit aged mm. a couple times. I can't, like, think of a specific, like, song or time to point to, mm-hmm. but sometimes it, it felt newer, and then other times it it felt 90s in a good way, and then sometimes it felt 90s and maybe it kind of a, I've heard this before, Yeah. way. And I don't think it's completely all the time, because even if that was happening, there was probably something cool happening over top of it. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, I was like, this sounds a little bit old. Um, I also can't understand what he's saying sometimes. That's fair. I, um, I mostly, it's I have to listen, like, hard. Like, I've had that song, The Pit, in that playlist for, yeah. like, five years. And I don't know the words to it <laughs> at all. <laughs> I know how it goes, and I know the, like, nonsense that I sing in my head mm-hmm. to it, but I don't know the words to a lot of the song. Yeah. Um, I That's why I just, like, I don't have a feeling about the lyrics, because the ones I caught, like, I it, they were fine, but, like, I don't have strong 
usually I have strong feelings about lyrics one way or another, and I just can't understand it all the time. Yeah. Uh, not that I don't like it, just, you know. Um, and I thought the title track was a weird pick to be the title track. I yeah. think it has a good title, but I don't know that it is emblematic of what the album felt like. I thought that it was a little bit of one of the more different songs. I don't know what I would have picked instead. I think Freakazoid's a cool name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bag of Bones is a good name. Those are just the ones I liked. But, yeah. like, um, yeah, it's a good title, but I think it was a weird choice to be the title track a little bit. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't really have anything bad to say. So what kind of rating would you give it? Um, overall, I thought uh, it was an interesting progression in their sound. Um, I do agree what you said about like some of the songs feeling a little bit longer than they maybe should have been. Um, and I, I like that the sound has changed, but it still feels like um, Silver Sound Pickups. Um, I gave it like a eight. I said seven and a half. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would listen to the songs again, but I don't know that I would want to listen to the full album hmm. that way again, just because it, maybe, I don't know, maybe the second time through it wouldn't feel so long because I'd heard it before. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Um, yeah, I think it's like a good alt rock record that I enjoyed. I just, I just think it's paced a little weird for me. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a, a cool throwback that's also somewhat modern in a lot of ways. So I like that mix of like time genres yes you need to listen to carnivus it's their first album okay it's so good i will do so i would not mind it one bit okay review review okay cool so i think the only thing that's left to do is game time it is and uh i believe this game is still unnamed it's somewhere around trivia time trivia bonanza random trivia game that is the name Random. Triv- no, it's Trivia Time, Trivia Bonanza, Trivia Random Game. Random Trivia Game. Okay, it, that's it. That whole thing. Uh, here it is Law, insert Obama GIF. Um, we're going to do the Random Trivia Game, and how that works is we use the website randomtriviagenerator.com, and we make uh, their, their randomly generated trivia quiz. We're going to quiz each other, ten questions in a round, three rounds. I thought we did two last time, and, and then, then a, a third and then a tie if breaker. we tied. Yeah. That sounds about right. So we'll do two rounds and a tiebreaker if we need it, and ten questions for each of us, and we'll just see who gets the most right. And you can play along with us, see if you know, and uh, permission to tweet us afterwards how dumb we are because you knew an answer that we didn't, or we missed something obvious. That'll, Sound like a plan? That'll probably happen. That's fine. I want everybody to tell us uh, that they knew. Okay. Goodness, I got the hip-ups. Um, so last time, I believe we did entertainment. Do we want to do something different this time? We can. They have categories, or we can do multiple categories. Um, do you want to try just, like, general knowledge this time? Sure. Let's do general knowledge this time. And, uh, you going first? It's in front of me, so I say you are. Okay. Okay. So here are ten general knowledge questions for Matthew. How many rooms are there on a standard Clue game board? I think we had this last time. Uh, isn't there nine? Yes. Ha-ha. You're correct. Number two, what four tournaments make up golf's Grand Slam for men? Uh, the Masters and the Cup. and What Cup? The Stanley Cup. Is, are you serious? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> The Stanley Cup is hockey. 
Oh. I'm 99% certain that's the hockey trophy. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about golf. I, that's why I wasn't sure if you were joking. I know that's one of them. I know the, the Stanley, Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup is for the NHL. That's for hockey. Oh. <laughs> the Masters is one. Do you have three more? PGA. Yes. What are the other two? You're not cheating, are you? No. <laughs> um, that's two. Isn't one of them the cup? Is a cup something. Oh. Um, the Masters. I mean, the, is the Masters a cup? PGA. It might be. Um, I don't know. The don't. U.S. Open and the British Open. Oh, nuts. I don't. I probably couldn't have come up Do with Do I get those. half a point? Sure. Yay. Only if you promise to give me half a point later if I deserve it. Mm, we'll see. No. If you deserve it. What country had, at one time, a female Santa called Babushka? Babushka. It has to be Russia, right? Yeah. What size engine did the first Volkswagen Golf GTI model have? A four-cylinder. Um, it's in liters. <laughs> uh, it's a 2.7 liter. It is a 1.6. Oh. What part of a piano's action permits the keys to be struck in quick repetition? Repetition. The hammer? It says escapement. Okay. I don't, that is not <laughs> something don't know what that, that I would have known. Uh, <clears throat> maybe that's like the term for how fast it goes. Um, I don't know. What is the difference between caskets and coffins? Um, isn't the coffin like the wood part and the casket is the big part around it? No. It says coffin has six sides while casket's only four. So a coffin has oh. to be like Dracula shaped. Oh. A, a casket is just a rectangle, it says. How about that? I did not know that's what that was. Learn something new every day. That's why we do trivia game. What is the first month comprised of 30 days? I am assuming it means, like, first in it's the year. It's March. No, it's April. It's April, but you said March Crap. first. <laughs> Which pasta is rolled into an S shape? An S shape? Yes. You better know what? you're Italian. What? Oh, then I don't know. <laughs> it's the Casarecce. I, I've never even heard of that. I kept thinking, like, SpaghettiOs, and then bow ties, <laughs> and then elbows. Yeah. It must be, like, two elbows or something. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we're on number nine. Number, number nine. nine. Uh, which airline absorbed the carrier People Express in 1987? American. Continental. Oh. Approximately how many plain chocolate Hershey's Kisses are there to a pound of chocolate? If you can get within ten on either side. I'm going to no, guess... No, if you can get within five on either side. I'm going to guess 150. 95, it says, approximately. Oh, nuts. So what, you got two and a half? Two and a half. Two and a half. Here is a new quiz for you. Not quite to enough give to me. cups of sugar to get to the moon. Not quite. Who beat Martina Navral... Wait a minute. Navratilova. Who beat Martina Navratilova in the Wimbledon Women's Singles Final in 
1994. I don't. Billie Jean King? Conchita Martinez. Okay. What is the fear of sunlight called? Uh. Solarophobia. Heliophobia. Oh, that's good. It's, I'm trying to think of, like, the Charlie Brown, the, like, are you afraid of commitment? That's <laughs> blaptidophobia. Are you afraid of money? That's cash-diddle-phobia. Climacophobia <laughs> is the fear of staircases. Do you have climacophobia, Charlie Brown? Go on. What about pantophobia? Do you have pantophobia, Charlie Brown? Is that the one that's fear it's of everything? It's fear of everything. See, I know that one. Who bought the rights to manufacture the Isetta in the 1950s from the Italian company ISO? Ferrari. BMW. Which drug later found to have devastating side effects was launched in 1957 to prevent to uh hmm haha <laughs> Which drug later found to have devastating side effects was launched in 1957 to help pregnant women overcome morning sickness? Uh, uh I I couldn't tell you. Thalidomide. Okay. Which U.S. state has two-letter postal... Wait a minute. Which U.S. state's two-letter postal abbreviation is H.I.? Hawaii. Good. In bowling, what is the term for knocking down all pins with two consecutive balls? Spare. Good. Uh, what does WD stand for in WD-40? Oh, I knew this at some point in my life. Is it a name? Is it somebody's name? I don't think so. I, I was close. I, I really don't know it. Water displacement. Oh, okay. I, for some reason I thought it was like some, like, uh, two last names or something. Uh, how many lanes does an Olympic, Olympic swimming pool have? I want to say ten. Eight. Ah, uh, so what, close. What type of fruit juice is used to make the drink fuzzy navel? Ooh, uh, uh, pineapple. Orange juice. Dang it. What sports... Oh, like navel orange. Yes. Dang it. What sports lingo uses the term scrum? <laughs> scrum? Sounds like rugby. It is rugby. Really? Yeah. That's a total guess. It just sounds like a stupid British word. <laughs> My goodness. I've done it. I should have got Fuzzy Navel. That was... I've never put that together in my brain that way before. That's why it's called that. Now I get it. Okay, round two. General... I like general knowledge. It's pretty fun. Yeah. They're either ridiculously impossible or yeah. really easy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun enough. We're on a pretty level playing field here, I think. Yeah. Okay, uh, number one. What animal do you obtain venison from? Uh, venison is, uh, deer. Yes. What Indonesian word names the art of successfully waxing and dyeing fabric? I'm not sure. Batik? I've heard that before. I didn't know hmm. that's, that's what that is was. Is that what the word boutique comes from? Uh, I doubt it. I think boutique sounds like, I think that's French. Oh. Yeah, it does sound French. Uh, so it's probably just French for uh, something. French for expensive. French for fashion. Well, I believe 
anything that's boutique it doesn't necessarily mean it's fashion. It means it's like a small independent right. something. So maybe it means something like that. Um, who chose her new name in 1953 to honor a Danish... I'm going to try this one more time. Who chose her new name in 1953 to honor a Danish surgeon named Christian Hamburger? I don't know. Christine Jorgensen. Okay. We went to different schools together. I want you to try and say the words Danish surgeon out loud and do a better job than I did. Danish surgeon. You have to like, in the middle, or you like, Danish you lose it. Surgeon. You, it can slip right out in the middle of uh, Okay, so number four, which pasta has a wide ringed shape? Wide ring. <laughs> is it? I'm. Is it something Italian again? Yeah. That I don't know. Probably. I don't know. It's the calamarata. Oh. A wide ring. Oh yes, of course. How about what is the only pasta to eat for good luck on New Year's Day according to Sicilian tradition? Fettuccine. Lasagna. Oh. What? You mean that my grandmother has been making sauerkraut religiously for my entire <laughs> life and she could have been making lasagna? Uh, according to the Sicilians. Yeah. <sighs> which, Screw sauerkraut. <laughs> which bird is the national bird of Argentina? Um, I bet it is the dodo bird. It's the Rufus Ornero. Okay. Did I say that right? Yeah, I think so. Which car company did Christian von Koenigsegg found in 1994? K uh, Christian von, I don't, Kane. Probably Koenigsegg. Yeah, it is. Um, which is a German company. Is it Koenigsegg? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's, I thought you were answering, not no, correcting I was, me. No, <laughs> I was correcting your pronunciation. Oh, I thought you were answering. That's why then you kept like, talking. Was, it, and I was just, it an umlaut over the... Uh, no, oh. but it's K-O-E-N. Yeah. I, I knew there was a That's way to German. say that, yeah. but yeah. Ha-ha! I got a point and I wasn't even trying. <laughs> what bathroom cleaner was originally advertised by the scrubbing bubbles? I don't know. It is the Dow bathroom cleaner? D-O-W. Yes, that sounds right. Uh, number nine. Which number system uses only the symbols one and zero? Um, it's binary. Yes. Ha-ha. Very good. You speak computer. No, I don't. Uh, pips is the correct term for the dots on what game pieces? Die. Dominoes. I probably would have said dice, too. Uh, that's it. Okay. Three for you? Three for me. All right. Currently sitting with five and a half. Five and a half, that's going to be tough to beat. I mean, you have to get three. Depends on how many pasta questions it gives me. <laughs> uh, title of the episode, Pasta Questions. All right, well, let me write that down. <laughs> I think that's going to be the winner today. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. I wrote down uh, several birthdays party. <laughs> that's also a good one. What boxer is memorialized by a giant fist outside Detroit's Renaissance Center? Rocky? Joe Lewis. Oh. Rocky's, is Rocky from Detroit? Rocky's in Philly. Oh, you're right. How many double stitches are there on a regulation baseball baseball ball? Oh, I bet it's a lot. 
I bet it's like 42. 108. Oh, wow. <laughs> Vermilion is a shade of which yellow. color? Red. Aw. I thought for sure it was yellow. Why was I so why was I so confident? You were about so that? excited. I don't, why did I think it was I, I, I was know. very confident and very wrong. What year was the UK and Olympic Games host for the first time? For the first time. That was a really weird Because they did it in twenty twelve, but that was probably not the first time. No. That was a really strange wording of that question. I feel like trivia is hard to read sometimes because you have to word it backwards to not say what the answer is, but right. also give the information you want to give. Because there's a lot of, like, that which was, yeah, you know. I mean, they could have said, like, what, what year, year did the United Kingdom first host the Olympic Games? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to take a stab and say, like, 1910. It's 1908. Oh, I was going to give you within five either way on that one. All right. I'll give you a half point. I was going to give you a full point if you got within ten on that one. I know. All right. All right. I mean... All right. <laughs> that, was so, that was so close. What was the birth name of the elephant man? Oh, I have no idea. It's, um... I do not know. It's John something with an H. Joseph Merrick. Close. Close. Uh, Sakment was the Egyptian god of what? Cats. War and Healy. <laughs> How many squares are there on a chessboard? I want to say, is it 144? It is 64. Oh, I thought it was 12 by 12. Apparently it's not. What nationality was jo uh, Pope John Paul II? Italian. Polish. Oh. The... Uh, the organization PETA stands for People for What? Uh, well, PETA sucks, first of all. Um, if they actually did what they were supposed to do, they would be fine, but they don't do that. They murder kittens themselves to make it look like other people do it, which is wrong, uh, very wrong. Um, people for the... Oh... Something treatment of animals. Let me think of what the E is. Equal treatment of animals? Ethical treatment ah, of animals. That was pretty close. Which university did Bill Gates drop out of in the 1970s to start Microsoft? Harvard? Correct. Nice. Knew it was one of them smart kid places. Wasn't positive which one. So here's the question. Well, you, you win because you got a half, right? I was going to say, but you got most of the PETA question right. Do you deserve nah. a half point for that and we just do one more round? <laughs> do you want to do one more round? I mean, we could do like a half round. Okay, we'll do five. Five yeah. more. That seems fine. We're at a good time, right? We're doing okay? Uh, we're, doing, we're doing mostly okay. We could edit it. Um, here's, oh no, what did I do? Do the plus. Oh, there we go. I just do one. No, do, do one on the first one and then five on the second oh. box. Okay. We're yeah. going to switch it up. We're going to switch it up. I'm going to give you these ones first. Uh, okay. Switching it up. How many How many playing pieces does each player begin with in backgammon? Ooh. My mom will know this. Let's go with ten. Fifteen. Ah. What's the official title of the chief electrician on a movie set? 
Is that what the best boy is? No. What is it? Gaffer. Oh. Yes. Albert DeSalvo was better known as who? Albert what? DeSalvo. DeSalvo? DeSalvo. Uh... Frank Sinatra? The Boston Strangler. <laughs> oh. Dude, is Frank Sinatra not his name, or is that his real name? I'm not sure. Why do I feel like that's a stage name? I don't know. In what country would you find the Strand Arcade a covered shopping destination? New York? Australia. What did it ask? In, In what, what country oh, would you find... Oh, my brain heard city. I, I'm not stupid. I know that New York's not a country. I didn't... My brain did not function. Danish postmaster Inar Holbal is created, credited with the 1903 creation of what? Postage stamp. Christmas seals. What does that mean? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> that was not good for me. I don't know what a country is. Everyone, please tweet us and tell me that I don't know what a country is. Uh, here we go. What month and year was National Geographic magazine first published? I'm going to guess January 1953. October 1888. Wow. Wow. I'm impressed. What product used the advertising slogan, Where's Your Mustache? I don't know. Milk. Oh, darn it. Which aviation company produced the DC series of aircraft? Um, oh no. Oh no, that's Douglas. McDonnell Douglas. You can have it. Okay. I was... That's I mean that's probably right. That's what you meant, right? You said Douglas? Yeah. <laughs> what does the TV network abbreviation CBS stand for? Columbia Broadcast System. How'd you know that? I know things. <laughs> which in well, boop, boop. with which instrument is jazz musician Charlie Mingus principally associated? Does I've Mingus never heard play? him try referred to as Charlie that's, Mingus. That's what it says. He's a sure. bass player. Double bass. I get, no, you can't. It's Charles Mingus. Do you get two points for correcting the question? <laughs> that's what it says, Charlie Mingus. As soon as I heard that name, I've like I've heard that before, but I probably yeah. would have said like trumpet. Uh, you done it. You bested me. I did. Mingus I has had you in the first round. Yep. Um Mingus has an album aptly named Mingus, 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 Mingus. Mingus. I think it's like five Minguses. That's funny. It's great. Well, there you have it, folks. Did you know any of those questions? How many of them did you know that we didn't? Did you know that New York's not a country? I don't. It's a country to me. Go listen to Charles Mingus. And uh, check out the Silver Sun Pickups. And also go to randomtriviagenerator.com if you're bored. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for putting up with us. If you want to have a question submitted for our 100th episode, which is quickly coming up, it's going to be, uh, what, August, I think? Um, it should be in August. Uh, That's yeah. five, more, it's, five it's, more weeks. It's looking like the first week of August. Roundabouts that time. Uh... Send it on over to sleepingsituation at gmail.com or go to any of our social media pages. We got Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Instagram. Follow us there for updates and uh, when we post our episodes. We have a new one every single Monday. 
and uh, follow us for things. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.